0: Hey everybody, how you doing? And welcome to episode number 96 of the John Riley Project. I'm so pleased to have as my guest today none other than Mr. Pete Neeld. How you doing, Pete? Good. Good. You're know, back again. Back again, you know. You're like you're my, my favorite guest <laughs> because we talk about so many great things. Yeah. You know, we've talked about local politics, we've talked about cars, we've talked about helicopters, and now we've got <laughs> That was a hoot. That, that was. A wasn't hoot. that fun? That was a hoot. Um, and now we're going to talk about, you know, medical science here. And, you know, you're a scientist mm-hmm. and so have done some great work and you've got a new venture starting up. So I've got,
1: got a new organization and I, and I, you know, after we did uh, one of the podcasts, I said, you asked me what was next. And I said, I'm getting back to work. Mm-hmm. Well, that started a process. Mm-hmm. I was into at that point a patent. Okay. Mm-hmm. For a discovery that I'd made based on a eureka moment. Beautiful. Okay. Beautiful. And just this last Monday, uh, I started the Heart Force Science Group. Oh, congratulations. All right. This is so exciting. Show up in the local paper here, new company, fictitious business name this week. So, uh, yeah, I, I started a company. Good for you. But the difference is mm-hmm. there's no salaries.
0: Well, you're you're an entrepreneur. You're it's a startup, right? So, yeah. you know, you got to kind of build it.
1: I got about eight guys, eight, 12 guys working with me on this, and uh, I finally broke down. I said, "It's got to be a company name," right? So, I created the Heart Force Science Group. Okay. And for those of you that are watching this podcast, once you've seen the introduction and. You visit my website that doesn't exist yet. Okay.
2: Yeah, you're <laughs> just right. getting
0: going.
1: I'm just getting going, but if you see something you have interest in, get in touch with us and uh, we'll fo- see if we can find a fit for you because we're doing
0: some wondrous things. I um, mean, yeah, I mean we were talking prior to, you know, this this recording and some of these things are incredible. So, let's just you know kind of start with the basics, you know, the Heart for Science group. What is it? What is this groundbreaking innovation that you've discovered? Okay. About two years ago,
1: I stubbed my, t- I had a eureka moment. Right. I, I saw something in the data that was not, and this was from my prior company. I was working on something for them, and I noticed something in the data that was tangential, nothing related to what we were doing. Mm-hmm. But I noticed something. I said, I got to go back and look at that because that's very different. Mm-hmm. But it is so consistent. I need to dig into it. So (sighs) I had other things going on. I didn't dig into it immediately. I came in back and revisited it, measured myself. Okay. And uh, lo and behold, I said, I think I've got a heart force here. Mm. So I took the signal, and that's the signal right there. Okay. Um, I took the signal itself, which is a blue line down the middle, and I sent it off to some friends who were cardiologists. And I said, what do you think? Mm-hmm. And uh, I explained to them how I was measuring this and those details. And lo and behold, after a period of time, it was so repeatable, so recognizable. I said, I got to dig into this Deeply. At that point, we'd done one podcast, and you said, well, what's the next thing? And I says, I can't tell you, but I'm digging into it. I'm going to disappear for about a while. Yeah. And I did. I dug into it. And what you have here now on this graph, on the dotted lines, are 12 moments in time inside an individual heartbeat that are unique. They are describing... The motion or the force of the heart. Mm. Okay. Turns out it's patentable. Wow. So I
0: patented it. Okay, good for you. Okay. Yeah, lay claim to that. Took me a long time. Lawyers speak a different language. Yeah, I'm sure that process is complex, for sure. So the
1: patent has been filed. Mm -hmm. I'm now officially patent pending for heart force. Okay. Okay. As soon as I start dealing with force... Some of the people say, but you're measuring acceleration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a side product, project there that we're working on, which is the concept of equivalency. Okay. Okay. Where you would be able to correlate force. But instead of measured in pounds or newtons, it's measured in g's of acceleration.
0: Ah, okay. Right. So it's a different concept. Right. Okay. Well, that's that's the innovation to this. It's the innovation. Right, it's a new way of seeing it. So I I've cre- I'm trying to create here F
1: sub E. Which okay. Is equivalent force. Okay. All right. So that's major part. But as I said, there's a lot of a lot of people have helped me along the way. Right. That patent has one name on it. Mine. Good. Okay. Yeah. But I want to share the success. And so what we're doing is we've broken down the 12 intervals in each of these inter- – well, first of all, what is a heartbeat? You've heard it, right? Ta-dump. Ta-dump, yeah. Ta-dump. ta-dump, ta-dump, ta-dump. Yeah. Okay. That's the ta part here. The very first peak is the ta. That's the systole, period. Mm-hmm. The second one over, that's the diastole. That's the dump. Ta-dump. To dump, to dump. Ah,
0: okay. I got gotcha. you. So
1: in a period of a minute, I can get 60 of these heartbeats. And then we take a look at them and we start averaging. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's where I'm hard pressed. I don't do math well. Okay. Okay. So I have volunteers in the Heart for Science group who are mathematician whizzes. Beautiful. All right. They're also retired, remain nameless to protect their identities right now okay. because what they're working on are algorithms to, dis- to determine certain things about heart force, things like diastolic dysfunction, ejection fraction. These are things that doctors want to know about, mm. okay? But it's a very elaborate process. I'm envisioning a time frame when some manufacturer who's interested in my patented stuff, and I'll help them along the way, Right. put a sensor on the body, Yes. measure it for one minute, and it gives them a
0: whole bunch of answers. A lot more information about the heart health of a person. Right. For example, ejection fraction.
1: Okay. Right now, when you go in for a physical... They do a Doppler scan of your heart.. Mm-hmm. Who's doing that with that one? It's a nurse. OK? She's trained on that machine. OK? She gets an image on her computer screen. She draws a little circle around the heart when it's fully expanded, fully engorged with blood. Mm-hmm. And then she has another one where she draws a little circle around the heart when it's compressed. Right? Okay. That then goes to a lab. Where some technicians work on those circles that were drawn by the nurse, okay, and they compare the volume of the heart to in both states, and the ratio between fully engorged and fully collapsed, mm-hmm. that's ejection fraction. Ah. And it shows up on a number in your doctor's office when you go back in for reviewing
0: your physical. Right. But there's a lot of... Manpower involved in that. Well, and, and human imperfection on how they draw the circle. There's a promise here. Okay. If we come over, overcome some minor technical
1: little hurdles. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we can come up with something for ejection fraction. Nice. So there's that. There's timing and functionality issues. There are. Uh, Tachycardia, arrhythmia, all these sorts of factors that take place in the heart—that I can provide more information about. Beautiful. So that's the mission
0: of the Heart Force Science Group: is to study the hell out of Heart Force. Wonderful. And so, by by studying the heart in more detail, what are some of the benefits that the doctors and the patients will get from that? I first of all, simplicity. Okay.
1: All right. In a prior life, I, I dealt with another company. We worked on cranial accelerometry. And you take a measurement. The data goes to the cloud mm-hmm. where the algorithm does its work on the data and right. then sends back a report
0: on the spot.
1: Right. We could be doing the same thing. Nice. Same thing. But with the heart. Right. Not the brain.
0: So they're going to have much more detail Mm -hmm. to diagnose potential heart problems. Yeah. Maybe even able to spot heart conditions before they become serious. Certainly. Certainly. Diastolic dysfunction is
1: the name I've given to the project that one of my volunteers is working on. Mm -hmm. And by the way, we're, we're very close. He's very close to the same point where he could write a patent on it. Beautiful. The issue is, um, why we're not, is he? he's touched on a tangent, mm-hmm. which is separate and distinct, Yeah, but integral to what he's doing. Okay. So we're trying to figure out, well, is this two patents? Okay.
2: <laughs> you right. know,
1: or is this a single patent and a second patent to come later? Those are the things. And it has to do with aging of the heart. Some medical place I learned that the aging of the heart is called diastolic dysfunction. Sounds really cool. So that's what we gave it as the project name. Okay. Okay. We're calculating how the structure is, all right? mm-hmm. When you're young, your heart is very flexible. It's dynamic. It can exchange heart rates instant, oh, virtually instantaneously. The older you get, the stiffer your heart gets. Give me get a close up on this part of the waveform right here in the middle. Do you see these oscillations that follow that diastolic peak? Yeah. That's consistent. That's a resonance of the heart as, as a result of the impact of the diastolic valves opening and closing.
0: Wow, so that's repeatable and... It's repeatable. Right on, okay. He's
1: got an algorithm that can curve fit that to two very precise frequencies. Nice. All right. Those two frequencies gets into the patent here, but tells you the age of the heart. Beautiful. It tells you how
0: stiff it is. Okay. <laughs> right. So so you could be... Uh, you know, a sixty-year-old man, but maybe have the heart of, of a forty-year-old, A forty-year-old, or an eighty-year-old, <laughs> <laughs> or eighty-year-old. Mine's probably one hundred and twenty, but
2: that's okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh huh. But that's the Heart Force Science Group. It's a brand new organization, and
0: um, get my website up shortly and hope people visit it. This is great. I mean, first of all, it's I I love you know, what you're doing. I mean, you're innovating, you're an entrepreneur, you're creating these, this technology It's going to help a lot of people. It's going to help doctors, it's going to help patients, but you're also creating a platform for other entrepreneurs, other innovators to create all kinds of new solutions to help more patients. This is fabulous. I'm I'm newly retired,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: okay?
0: And I'm amazed
1: at the number of people that I talk to who... Once they find themselves retired, what do I do? Well, yeah. I got all this time now, all right, but they're smart people, Mm all right, and they want something to work on just to fill in the time. Yeah. All right. Something may come of it, maybe not, but at least they're doing something. Yes. All right. So for those people who are early
0: retired, you want a hobby, This is a hell of a hobby. Well, it could be a lucrative hobby. (laughs) It could be a lucrative hobby. It could be a uh, groundbreaking, you know, human um, life extension uh, hobby. (laughs) It could be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we're also looking at companies who are interested. If you have an issue in your company that has to deal with the heart, you would like to look at it in a
0: different way, this is brand new. So this technology is licensable, and you can, and you'll partner with other companies and help them innovate and create technology around Absolutely. this discovery. Absolutely, ah, that's awesome. I mean, I'm proud of you, Pete. This is <laughs> this is great. This really is based on a Eureka moment. Yeah, we talked about Eureka moments on a previous podcast. Yeah. So th- I think this is fabulous. I mean, you're a Poway guy, mm-hmm. okay? And there's a lot of really special people that are in our city that are doing incredible things, and and you. you You're just, I mean, no disrespect. You're just another one of them. I mean, there's so much talent in this city. And I I love what you're doing here. It's amazing what happens when you say, hello. Ah.
1: I'm Pete Neal. I do this. I had a very exciting meeting with a local doctor. And we have a common path that we can work on. Nice. It's really cool. It's really cool. Of course- I've got volunteers around the world. Mm. All right. There are people that I've talked to in my prior lives that are also volunteering. So yes, there are we have to work out telephone time and you know, to talk to each other to discuss where we're going. That's great. It's a fun thing. This really is a great thing. Heart force science group. Okay. We study heart force. Yeah. At what is heart force? Twelve intervals. By the way, mm. ECG, yeah, 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 stethoscope, right? We've been listening via stethoscopes late, late seventeen hundred, seventeen ninety. Yeah, stethoscope. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who created the EKG, ECG, EKG, he got his uh, Nobel Prize just rolling over into eight, into nineteen hundred. Okay. So we've had ECG technology. It's time for a new technology. Yeah. You got to (laughs) keep moving the
0: ball downfield here. Yeah. 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 So this is, I think this is it. It's repeatable. Unbelievably repeatable. And you can model different hearts at different life stages Mm -hmm. and compare that with actual hearts. We can find out precise. Now, ECG, just to get off on a
1: tangent here, ECG is an electronic signal created by the heart. They put mm-hmm. electrodes on your body for your physical. Right. Okay. And they're measuring across the heart. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's why the placement of the electrodes is important. Because what they're doing is they're measuring that electronic potential created by the heart muscle. Telling telling us what the heart is doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tells you the instructions of what the heart Should be doing. What if it doesn't? Ah. This is heart force. This is propagated force coming from the heart as a function along with the ECG beat. ECG. P, Q, R, S, T, and sometimes U. Mm -hmm. Peaks. Okay. ECG waveform. Mm -hmm. Cardiologists can read an EKG till the cows come home. Right. All right. They understand exactly what those signals should look like or where they should look like, depending on which electrodes are mm-hmm. involved and all that stuff. I got twelve. That's double. Right. It's <laughs> a lot more data. <laughs> a lot more data. Yeah. So if nothing else, it's an incredible sense of timing. An incredible sense of timing. I suffer with preventricular contractions. Mm -hmm. Okay. Every once in a while, my heart misses a beat.
0: Ah, okay. Okay. Mostly
1: due to caffeine. I can knock it off if I quit drinking coffee. Right. Okay. Or caffeinated soda. Yeah, sure. But that missed beat takes place over here at the beginning of the heart, just before the real ventricular contraction should be taking place. Mm -hmm. It's a pre-ventricular contraction. Right. What I discovered was if you suffer a PVC that's too in the wrong position, and I'm getting into the patent here, so okay. I'm not going to tell you precisely where, but I know where. Yeah. Okay. This data tells me if it happens in this position, you're not going to have a compensatory pause. Mm. If it's in a different position, you will. Okay. You can't find out that point on ECG. Ah. You can with mine. Right. (laughs) So this is... When this waveform ends right over here, this one begins. Very nice. Repeatable. So depending on which side of the line you're on, when that preventricular contraction takes Mm -hmm. place,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: depends on whether you're going to have a misbeat or not. Wow. (laughs) So th- this is giving medical professionals so much more information. A lot more information. To really understand what the patient is going through and to be able to prescribe the right solution. I think it's a perfect marriage between the current medical technology
1: yeah. is, and this. This ECG of immense value. We know a lot about what the heart should be doing.
0: Ah, uh, Yeah, should. <laughs> right, Right. Yeah. This
1: is symptomatic. They give medication. They give medications to get the EKG correct. Right. Get the heart correct.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What happens when it doesn't work?
0: They didn't understand what's uh, actually happening. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so th- there, there's so much more, I'm sure, that's going to come from this. I'm right at the cus. I'm at the beginning of some major breakthroughs.
1: And I've got cardiologists working with me. I've got people who teach cardiologists working with me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got, I got four different types of doctors right now, I found out, right, <laughs> that are all volunteering with me. I got medical doctors. I got teaching doctors. I got mathematician doctors.
0: Wow. So, yeah. PhDs and medicals and who knows where. Well, they going. they see the promise in this technology and they want to jump on board, right? One of the early adopters or the innovators around the technology.
1: I'll I'll never forget one of the, one of the best ones said, what am I saying here? (laughs) Right. Yeah. As soon as he got it, he says, wow. Very nice. I mean, a three letter word. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) It's very cool.
0: Right on. So what's next? What's the next step in your process? (sighs) The next step, get my website up. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to be able to. Get people
1: to see this podcast from my website. I hope.
0: I hope so. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, we'll post this on YouTube
1: Good. for sure. Um, the major thing here is diastolic uh, dysfunction. We, we've almost wrestled that one to the ground. We're going to tackle ejection fraction at the request of another company. Mm-hmm. Can you help us with this? Mm-hmm. And the answer was, I think so. Good. All right. Yeah. So we're going to take a look at that timing and relationships of events. Is going to be worked out. Um, single events tachycardia arrhythmia those types of things we're going to be looking at figuring out where it comes into play what's going on in the heart each of these squiggles means a different thing yeah each of these 12 intervals you won't see a repeated pattern in here at all each of these stands on their own each interval so it's just a matter of creating the algorithm to trap that part and then find out what
0: there is to know about it. Outstanding! Wow, I'm looking forward to learning more about this. I mean, as as this unfolds, and careful, it's addicting. <laughs> like I said, I disappeared for four months. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, great. Well, Pete, thanks for stopping by and sharing. You bet. I think um, I think our audience is going to lear- love to learn more about it, and we all love seeing you know our our, our friends and our local community doing great things, and. and Thanks, Pete. I'm occupying my retirement time. Yeah, you are. And I'm not in Calypso. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) You got to have a little balance right there. A little balance. Okay. Pete Neal, thanks for joining us here on the John Riley Project. Thanks for having the John Riley Project. Right on. That's what it's all about.